0: Welcome to the Build Your Coaching Business podcast. We'll talk about how to start, grow, and enjoy your coaching business. Plus, we'll dig into the failures and lessons we've learned along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Well, hello there. Welcome back. In today's episode, we are going to talk about the others in your content creation. Now, what does the others even mean? let's let's talk about this so in business right like there are often really sneaky little things that happen and when they're happening to you right when you're experiencing them you're like uh, the brain comes up with reasons right it comes up trying to understand what it's experiencing and So today's episode comes from, right, me watching my clients and even watching my own experiences and seeing how talking to the wrong people, right, wrong is a little strong of a word, but not realizing that there are multiple versions of your ideal person and accidentally talking to the one who's not most ideal, right? So let me say that in just another way you have the person you serve with your business, right? It's not one person, but it's a, it's a combination of habits, desires, right? Like it, it's, a, it's a type of person with a series of habits that make them, um, right, uh, who you help. And often, there are a lot more people that could fit that general category. And what I see happening is that coaches accidentally talk To the people who want what they sell the least. So if we think about this with like helping someone, and I'm just talking about in general terms, not in your business, who would you want to help? Now you might say, oh, I want to help everyone. But if we think about there being a range of people who want help, maybe we'll just imagine there's four types of people. And one of those types of person, like they they want to want help, but they don't really want help. And then maybe there's another type of person who wants help, but like eh, they really want this other thing more. And then there's the person who wants it, but they don't like you. <laughs> and then maybe there's the person or they don't like your style or right, like something not necessarily personal about you. And then there's the fourth version who wants the help. They want it from you. They're like committed and ready to get it, right? You, you hear that variation between them. That same variation exists among your person, right? The person you help. And so in today's episode, we're going to talk about what are those sneaky little signs that you've stopped talking to the most ideal version of your person? Like how does that show up? because this isn't like you figure it out and you nail it once forever, right? We have to remember that our brain forgets. And so we're always working against that erosion of focus. And so while you may hold focusing on who you help very well for a period of time, there may come a point, very predictably in fact, it will come, that you're going to like like bump off course and start talking to someone slightly different. And sometimes it happens because someone gives you feedback. Sometimes, right? It could be even like not from your business, but like a parent or a sibling or like a friend. They give you feedback. And that feedback just slightly bumps you away from your most ideal person. And so there's just little ways that you're going to kind of get distracted from who you help. And in not, not from the general category, but like thinking about the most the person you help the most. So we're going to dig into what those like sneaky little signs are that you've gone off track from helping that very specific type of person. And I'm going to share with you two places that you will use this in your business. One of them is going to be in your content. And we'll look at what that looks like. And the other one is going to be in your automated sales funnel. And so I'm going to show you how that shows up there. So let's, let's first look at like the impact like the effects of right this is you you're almost like you want to teach your brain these effects so that when they're happening instead of your mind associating it with something else you're teaching your mind oh <laughs> this might be what's happening so we talked about those those four variations and one of the things that I do with my clients well, in in an exercise it's like figuring out your who is you map out who isn't your person. And this is important to visualize because much like I I gave you that example of those four people, you have to give your mind a mental picture that people fit your general category and aren't your ideal client. So if you help moms, right? Or women who work full-time and have children and want to lose weight, right? We think about those three categories. Maybe that's four. They're a woman, they have children, they work full-time and they want to lose weight. That's a very large category. And inside of that, there are going to be women who fit your ideal person very well, their desires, their commitment, their interest in you and your ways, right? Right? They line up really well. And then there's all the other people who just either aren't ready yet or will never be your person. And so here's the effects of talking to the other people, not your most ideal person. One of those effects is that you get and feel rejection more often, right? So I want you to imagine this. If you were standing in a crowd and there's people around, right? But it's like, you have to pull them into you. And how do you pull them into you? You, you speak to them. Let's just imagine you have a megaphone, <laughs> obviously. And you're probably standing on a box. I don't know, you're in a field. This is just how I'm imagining this right now. But there's these people and you have to pull them into you based on what you're talking about. And so if you talk about very general things, some people might listen, but like they're prob- there's probably not going to be that many people, right? They might listen and stand af- away, but they're not going to come in close. They're not going to stop and have that like, wait a minute, what is she talking about? They're not going to have that experience because what you're talking about is very general, very vague. And so that will feel, right, like if you imagine that happening and you're the talker and you're watching this, how that realistically, tangibly shows up is like those people are like kind of there, they're liking, maybe they're commenting, maybe they're viewing, right? So you have the proof that they're watching, but they're not engaging, they're not commenting, they're not booking a consult, they're not hiring you, and so you feel the rejection of that right there is a rejection in people not coming in close so your the negative effect of not speaking very specifically to your person is that you're going to feel more rejected you're going to have that sense where when people aren't coming in close that it's a rejection of you or a rejection of your offer or that something is wrong and there is right a little bit it's just not speaking to just quite right the second effect of this is that you start to doubt that people want what you offer you start to doubt that in the future you figure this out right that's one of the things I, I always tell you guys is like you you fast forward to the future and you just choose to believe that you figure it out and you you use every day to keep showing up for that but when you keep experiencing, the rejection in your own mind, right? You're, you're making their not coming in close feel like rejection. You're making it about something, right? Which is just totally normal what the brain does. But the negative effect of that is you beginning to doubt your offer or that future that's possible. And when you doubt your offer, you don't love it as much you're not like wrapping yourself in in your passion for it and why you choose it and why you want to show up and use it and why it's like why you're willing to keep not getting the result you want and showing up to figure it out, right? Doubt will cause you to walk away from that. Maybe not like for like, like in a very, not, not abandon it completely, but walk away from it enough where you're, you're not getting the results you want and you don't feel connected to what you love and why you're doing it. Not because anything has actually gone wrong, but because you haven't been speaking very specifically to your person and like redirecting back to them. And that doubt started to, to just spend more time in your brain. Another effect of speaking to those other people, right, is that you become tainted towards your category of people. Now, instead of remembering that there's a there's a very narrow category of your person, right, we're just going to stick with the four types, that it's like when we look under that general category, that might all be women working full time with children who want to lose weight, that there's a there's a there's a segment of them that are your people. But when you spend too much time focusing on the other three categories, what happens in your mind is that you then develop these judgments, these biases, these like, uh, like, mm, uh, the word that comes to mind is unpreference, <laughs> but I'm aware that that's not a word. <laughs> so, but right, like you just, you, can't, you lose your like fire for the people you help, not because of the ones who would actually hire you and want your help, But because of all the other ones, right, you become tainted, you start to think thoughts like people don't want this, nobody wants to pay for this, people don't want coaching, people don't know what coaching is. Um, Right, all those types of thoughts, they're not willing to do the work for this, they don't see the value. Those types of thoughts are evidence of a bias that's created by focusing on the other three groups of people. And then the fourth effect is that you create content and speak to the people who want your offer the least. And I I know that sounds like a, okay, (laughs) but I want you to imagine, right? If you are speaking to the person who wants your content the least, right? Let's just put you, you're back in that field. There's tons of people, you have the megaphone, you're on the box. But the words you're using are directed at and for the people who want your offer the least. And how this sounds is it it comes across as convincing, right? Which might be like why they should want this, trying to talk them into it. It comes into like teaching them, maybe trying to teach them what coaching is and why it's valuable, maybe teaching them why they want the result, right? And if we think about why are those people not your people, your sliver of people, they know they want that result. They're like on fire and committed to getting it. They're, right, much like I tell you guys about, they see that result in the future and it's like they don't care how long it takes them to get it, they don't care what it takes, They're gonna get it. But the people you're talking to, right, in this, and when you're focusing on the other ones, when you're changing your content and way of speaking, the actual content and words you use shift, and they then start to speak to that other person instead of your person. And so if we think about that field of people, who's going to come in close to you? it's gonna be more of the least likely people who don't want what you're selling. And they're not gonna come in because they like you, they're gonna come in because you've activated their aggression, right? They like disagree with you adamantly, (laughs) which is then, right, another effect is gonna be, you might notice that people are like giving you crap and you feel bad about it. You're like, ah, why are these people talking to me like this, right? There's always gonna be those people, but we have to just remember, oh yeah, there's four categories of people who fit under my umbrella, and those people, they exist, right? They're going to be watching me, they're going to be engaging, they may someday be my person, but currently they're not, right? So they're just going to all exist in that space. Because that is part of the, the benefit, right? Like, when you have this realization that there are four types, I'm just making up that number, right? There could be 10 different types but there are multiple types of people who fit under your umbrella of person, but only one segment of them are your people who are actively ready to hire you, committed, want the result, um, gonna get it no matter what. Whereas the other ones just either range from never gonna hire you, never even gonna work on this result to just maybe not right now. And the impact for you of remembering that those different types of people exist Are that when you know that and you experience someone's feedback, when you experience something that maybe didn't go quite how you wanted, now your mind has an answer to tell you, which is like, oh, maybe those just weren't my, maybe that wasn't my person, right? You get on a consult and you're like, oh, that's strange. I know I want to help these people, but like that one, mm, no, (laughs) that's going to happen, And if your mind doesn't have this answer right here, which is, yeah, there's multiple categories, they don't all fit. This is why when I teach people about consults, one of the things I want you all to hear is a consult is not just them interviewing and checking you out, it's you interviewing and checking them out. Because if you've ever been in a multi-month relationship with someone that you as a coach need to stay professional in, but you're like, "Uh, really wish you wouldn't have chosen that person, you're going to get better and better at realizing I'm interviewing them too. right? I'm choosing the relationships I'm in and using my time with. And so down those calls, your brain is going to have an answer of like, oh, they're just not my person. That's okay. This isn't a problem at all. They're just not the person that lines up very specifically with what I want. Or sometimes those people hire you and you, you were like, you know, right? Like you're excited about that, but maybe they struggle to, to do the work, to get the results. And in your own mind, you might be like, man, I'm doing something wrong. My process isn't working. My, my techniques, like something is wrong. And so then I see coaches go out and they, you know, they hire, they buy another certification. They try and solve that problem. But sometimes the answer is just you marketed and spoke to people who just—it's not that they were wrong, right? They're still in your category, but they just—they were gonna always need a little bit more help. And sometimes that's us, right? We can have compassion for that person because we're like, I'm—I'm I'm the person who needs a little bit more help. So let me let me show you what I mean by this. Um, I was thinking about this in terms of automated funnels because I'm I'm creating a process for my clients so that first they build their offer right they build the pieces and the base of their business and then they build an automated tool to sell it and I haven't built my business using that way I'm gonna switch over so I'm in the process of doing my own new process but one of the things I find is that a lot of coaches they say oh I don't have any consults booked and I don't know what's wrong and I and it's like the answer is give yourself the data And so funnels are an excellent way to give yourself data and know where to tweak and adjust. And so in helping my clients build these funnels, I was writing out, like, how do you write these automated emails? And there's so many pieces you can teach, right? But it's like the thing I was thinking about most when I was like writing this out is when you're thinking about your person, right? You have to imagine them. And by imagining them, you also remember the other people exist. And so when it came to writing these funnel emails, right, I want you to imagine your person signs up for your mailing list. Now we're just going to imagine you have a funnel and it's got all the pieces in place and it's going to do everything you want it to do. But who do you speak to in that second email, right? Let's just imagine the first email, the only job of it is to deliver your freebie. But then there's that second email. And it would be interesting for you to go back and look at that email and say, who was I talking to? Because there are three people, when you think about that freebie, that you could have spoken to. One of them is a person who signed up for your mailing list, right? They opted in and they never opened the email or they opened the email, but they never opened the freebie. They never go through it. That's one type of person. And talking to them in that second email might be saying, hey, if you haven't had a chance to go through it or, right, it's almost like you're trying to like justify them not doing it yet or, and it's right, like, yes, there's going to be life. There's going to be all those reasons. But I want you to imagine if you talk to that person, you're not talking to your person, right? I'm going to tell you about who they are in number three and you're going to be like, (gasps) oh that person does sound good (laughs) so right person number one is they they don't go through the freebie and this is why i tell you like we don't know who they're going to become later right they're they're probably going to stay on your list or they might leave we don't know but they just aren't the highest best version of who's ready to work with you right this minute how do we know they they just haven't gone through the freebie yet and so while they might do it later or they might re-engage with your stuff later. They just aren't ready right this minute, for whatever reason. The second type of person you could talk to in that second email is the person who downloaded your freebie, did it, but struggled with it. And I think as coaches, right, we think, oh, if they struggled, I can help, right? We're just really helpful people. And we're like, we don't want to see someone struggle, especially when we know we have tools to help them. And so this one's a really, yeah, I know, right? Like, it's going to appeal to your desires here. And I hear you. But this person struggled with your freebie, which means, right? Like, and, and we're going to give you the benefit of the doubt. You looked at that freebie. You went through it. You cleaned it up. You thought about your person. You made it as simple as you could. You helped them think in ways that would help them take action, um, right? You, you made it very simple for them to win, and and make progress with it but you did it to your best ability in that right and they struggled which means either they're struggling because of just where they are in their mental place with this result right that could be they have a lot of thoughts that make it hard for them it could be because of their just life circumstances and it could also be because of the way you explain it right all of those are options but they went through it and they struggled And so to speak to them, right, they still aren't your highest, best, going to get the result the fastest, ready to work with you gung-ho. They might still work with you. But even when they coach with you, they're going to be, they're going to take a little longer to get the result, right? These people exist. Sometimes they're us. And, right, there's just more stuff that has to be worked through to get to the result. That's person number two. And then here's person number three. And this is the person who downloads your freebie. They go through your freebie and they are like feeling like amazing. They're like, oh my gosh, I've made more progress with this one thing that I have in forever. I think I can do this, right? Like I want to do this. I am doing this. Oh my gosh. This person really gets me. She can help me, right? They're motivated. They're committed they did it, right? So they're showing you that they're going to accomplish things, they work well on their own, they are, they are, um, what's that called, right? Like driven inside of them, their own selves, they're self driven, to go after what they want and work through what they need. And I mean, they just have a little bit less stuff, or they've already worked through it, or they just never had it to get to the result they want. And so when they hire you, they're going to they're going to motivate themselves, they're going to go after what they want, they're going to work through what they need, they're going to be very result focused. And you're going to have combinations of type two and type three of your clients. But when you work with type three, you're going to, even though it's them, right, this is what's what's fascinating is it's like it's you bringing that person in, but then they use your process and they get the result they want. Type Type two person, they're going to use their process, same process, but because they just have a few more things to work through, they're going to use your process and they're still going to get the result a little slower. Not because of your process, though, but because of the normal human experience that each person brings. And so when you think about who you speak to and who you market to, you want to keep in mind that other people are listening and that they may even like hire you, but there is one category of people you will speak to in your content, speak to in your funnel, and that when you speak to them more, you're going to make it more likely that they come in close to you. You're going to appeal to them in such a way that makes them want to come in close. And while the other people now, because you're speaking so specifically, will come in and listen to and maybe even hire you, everything you say will line more up with the person who's ready to get the results, who's ready to use your process, and who's going to help validate in your own mind that it works, right? Versus the other people, when they struggle to get the result, it's going to create that like, oof, am I doing it right? Does something need to change? And it's like, that's on your end, right? The mental end to like manage that. But we manage that too in redirecting who we speak to, expecting your brain to forget, and then going back and lining up with who is the best version, who's ready to get the result right now. And how can I use this piece of content to speak very directly to them? Okay. That's it for this week. This is, you know, it's kind of the intricacies. Everybody's like, Ooh, better copy. How do I write great copy? How do I write stuff that converts better? And what I love is that it always ties into our mind as well. And so today you get a little bit of both. Okay. I'll talk to you next week. Hey, who's your business coach? If you don't have one, I'd be honored to help you grow your coaching business. I have a daily practice that'll help you feel powerful, focused, and comforted in the discomfort of growing your business. This mental routine will help you create any goal you're working on. Sign up for this free training at ElizabethSalazarCoaching.com. Just like this podcast, it's free. I'll see you over in your inbox.